Okay, we're recording. <sighs> Just two guys sitting crotch to crotch in an apartment <laughs> by themselves. That's right. <laughs> Welcome to a bonus episode. This one Welcome is... Welcome to a boner. A bonus episode. <laughs> <laughs> now that Jamie's not here, the truth comes out. Uh, no, uh, so here's... I want to paint y'all a word picture of what's happening right now. So... <laughs> We wanted to make some bonus episodes. Uh, this is the first one that we've recorded. It's going to be uh, between Jake and myself, and there's going to be one of, of Jamie and myself and one of Jake and Jamie, and so this is this one. But uh, we were in a rush, and so one of us, I won't say who, one of us misplaced our laptop, and the other one of us couldn't figure out how to have two microphones go into the same laptop, um, so Jake and I are huddled close to the same microphone and i mean this is not covid safe i will say that this is not six feet of distance there might be six distance from my butt to your butt (laughs) (laughs) even then no not even um but we're gonna do um we're gonna just do a a little little one-shot story but we're not making new characters um we're gonna be using nope not this time no not this time gotcha (laughs) We're going to be telling the story that we had wanted to tell at the, the end of last season, but it just didn't, it didn't fit. It, it didn't feel right. It didn't feel there right. There other things that were more important happening at the end of the season. A lot of shit was going down. Way too much. We wanted to give everything its own space. Its own breath. What's going to happen? I'm just going to set the scene. Something exciting is going to happen. And we're going to explain why we did that exciting thing. And then, and then we'll tell the story. Let's, let's rewind a little bit from where we last were. We're in... Also, if you started with this episode, why? Don't... Yeah, hold on. This is... <laughs> You're gonna be so lost. Yes. Uh, re- required reading is at least the season finale. Yeah, at um, least. Of season two. Um, and probably the, the ones that lead up to it, because otherwise the finale would have made no sense either. So, go do those. Okay. Uh, let's go back to Al-Barash. The Buried Tower. The, the ancient Ushu dungeon. Honest's Ajax has just separated from the rest of the party. He's heading back up. He is done with um, with this delving into the dungeon, partly because he's gotten lots of treasures. His ever-expanding pouch is is full to the brim with goodies. But, th- to be honest, he's, he's kind of had a falling out with the rest of the group because he killed uh, his good friend Bartuk in a great, epic battle. So as he's waking, making his way back upward... And, you know, kind of avoiding some of the few traps that they left intact and just kind of remembering everything and 
going through the room where he almost died. He's having a lot of time to think. And he's thinking about Bartuk and the good times they used to have. And he's thinking about that fatal mistake he made of, of trading with the Omaris and with fighting with Bartuk outside the city and how that led to all kinds of conflict and turmoil. And, you know, he is sad. He's, he's genuinely sad and he's, he's missing his friend Bartuk and, and, and wishing, wishing things didn't have to be this way. So finally he makes it out of, out of the dungeon after having all this time to really meditate and to think about his mistakes and how he wishes things could be different. Uh, he makes it out of the dungeon just in time to see a giant black cloud in the shape of a six-armed cow just kind of whoosh above him. He says, oh no, that can, that can not be good. Oh, I, they, they're probably in trouble down there. Yikes. Uh, thankfully, though, when he gets to the top, he sees uh, the remains of his caravan um, with his with his horses and the two segments. He also sees a sand drake that got left behind there. And he just takes a moment and like, oh, well, I guess um, that was Bartuk's sand drake. Uh, I guess he'd probably want me to bring it back to his family. Oh, that'd be uncomfortable. Maybe I'll just leave it here. Oh, that doesn't sound right. Bartuk, what would you do in this situation, you, you beautiful man? I would take it home, but as we have established, <laughs> it's your problem now. Hold on, what? What, what was that? And, Bar- and as Ajax is like looking around for the source of this voice, and what does he see? Um, just sand. Just kind of like, the, there's the desert all around him, um, and there's a few like little um, dust clouds kicked up by the, the storm, um, but other than that, he doesn't see anything or anyone. Oh, it must be... Oh, this dungeon's really getting to me. I thought I heard... I thought I heard Bartuk speak. You did. It's me. Well, My brain. My brain's playing tricks on me. Oh, no. No, Bartuk is playing tricks on you. <laughs> and uh, one of the, the little dust clouds um, seems to make its way over to the dungeon entrance and kind of hovers there awkwardly in place, just kind of shimmering. Um, and shifting back and forth in the breeze. Bartuk? Are you that... Are you that... That, that dust cloud? Um, yes! It seems I am. And I think uh, as Ajax rushes over and he like tries to like, you know, inspect the dust cloud and the sand in it and try to like reach out and touch it. And he's like, am I, am I dreaming? I'm not very good at dreams. <laughs> um, I... It, it's daytime. I don't think so. Are you are you stuck in like a, a, a cloud shape? Um, and the uh, the sand kind of like sucks up like close together, like it's trying to form like an amalgamous shape, and then it kind of shifts away again, and kind of it just kind of shakes around in the air for a while and goes, "Yep." So you went, "Yep," as in you are you're stuck as a dust cloud. Yes. Well, uh, Bartuk, I I am. Um, this is this is a lot. Uh, so so are you are you still dead? Are you alive? I guess you probably wouldn't know that, would you? No. No, I don't. Well, this... This is leaving me a lot of questions. Yes. And I'm sure many people are also having questions if they were to be observing this moment. Yes. Hmm. Okay, so... I'm alive. I think I am alive. You think you're alive? I think, therefore, I am. Wow, that's deep. You should write that down. 
Can you write things down? Can you hold things? I don't know. Try to hold this. And he, like, extends out just like a gold piece. The the, he, the sand kind of, like, washes over his hand, and nothing happens. Okay. Well, I don't know what I expected. So, let's ex- let's explain why we're here in this situation. Jake, I think you said it best um, when we the three of us were talking about why Bartuk is quote-unquote alive. Yeah, so when we, during that final battle with Bartuk and his Ajax, um, and maybe some of you have already kind of clued up on this, but when we made that role, we stated very bluntly that the role would decide who lives or dies, and we both rolled the same number. So either both of them had to die or both of them had to live. And since Azajax definitely lived, then logically that meant Bartuk would also have to live. Mm-hmm. But obviously he couldn't keep living in the capacity that he was because he got blowed up. He got blowed up. He got exploded. Yeah. So um, now they're, they're both here. Well, I guess now we're both here. <laughs> wow. How did you end up in that situation in the first place? I'm, I'm trying to... Uh, maybe maybe we should backtrack a little bit. What situation? The um, glass magic scorpion s- situation. You did that. Yes, I did. I did do that. <laughs> what was that item again that we were fighting over? What was it? What was that item? What was it? Uh, <laughs> God. Was it... Uh, we spent all this time making character sheets before this and didn't come up with a freaking item. We didn't come up with a backstory at all. Uh, I'm just going to say random things and you tell me which one it was. Was it an amulet? Was it a sandal? Was it a vase? Was it a pair of sunglasses? Was it um, just a rack? Was it a cool lamp? Was it a pen? Was it a cursed coin? Was it the shard of a giant scorpion? Maybe it was like a... maybe. Maybe it was like a giant scorpion stinger. Oh yes, that's what it was. <laughs> I remember now. Of course. It was the end of a giant scorpion's tail. How could I have forgotten so quickly? I mean, it has been a while. It has been a while. It has been 30 minutes. <laughs> no. Not, not since you got cursed. That no. Was, that was years ago. No, since, since I have been up here. Oh, since you've been floating about. Yes. 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 <laughs> Oh, maybe we do need Jamie a lot more than we think. <laughs> well, so um, you got cursed by having the, the tail of a giant scorpion explode. And now you're uh, not black glass anymore. You're just normal sand. Just normal sand. Yes, that is how I would describe my predicament. Okay, also. well, all right. No, okay. I'm, listen, I don't, I don't understand what's going on just as much as you do, okay? So let's see. You were... Uh, cursed by this tail, and now, well, now I don't. Are you still cursed? And he, I mean, I would say he looks around, but you can't really. There's nothing. <laughs> the cloud kind of yeah. like shifts. Yeah, I mean, the cloud is like shifting around. He's, I don't have a shadow. Well, you're not the first one to not have a shadow. <laughs> I don't have a body. Okay, that that one is new. I don't feel bad. Do you still feel like you want to kill me? There's a long pause. <laughs> mm, no. No, I don't think so. Are we friends again? Mm, we'll see. Ooh, that's that's harsh coming from you. That's well, harsh. Well, 
You did almost kill me twice. I, di- I did kill you once, <laughs> I think. <laughs> apparently not. Uh, Here apparently I not. I just I just can't get rid of you. I was going to say you and your beautiful body, but that is unfortunately not the, the case. Nope. If you are with me for my looks, it's too bad. <laughs> <laughs> well. We're never going to leave this fucking dungeon. <laughs> well, I guess we should probably then. <laughs> we should probably leave this dungeon. Okay, so, uh, you're Sandrick. What do we got to do with that? Oh, Jake? Is that what you, <laughs> is that what you named your Sandrick? Yes. Drake? No, Jake the Sandrick? Yes. Very catchy, no? You know, Jake is a good name. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> this bonus episode. <laughs> Fuck me. Okay, so <laughs> we're going to take we're gonna take Jake with us then. Um, I don't know how we're going to take Jake and your stuff. Oh. Can Jake just follow us? Um, Jake can go home. Does he just he just knows how to do that? He's got like a homing device, like a No, just what hold on. And the I don't know how he's talking, but he is. But um, <laughs> don't don't ask questions like that. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, but Bartuk like floats over a little bit closer to Jake the Sandrake, and um, or Jake the Snake, if you will. No. And um, Jake the Snake Roberts. <laughs> no. And uh, he he goes. He just says, "Go home, Jake." And the Sandrake turns around and leaves. You know I. I really would have appreciated being able to use that to travel around this desert quicker, but I guess we'll just walk. <laughs> yeah, as, as they're watching the Sandrick disappear in the distance, Bartuk goes, Ah, you know, it's not as much... I, do, I don't need... Hmm. No, it's fine. I hate this fucking desert, and I guess I'll just walk through it again. Oh, uh, hold on. And uh, Bartuk's going to use one of his moves. Oh. Um, he has a new move called uh, Sand Shape. Ooh. Um, and we are using the new rules, everybody. We're yes, using the new rules. Because we are... we are Canonically past that point where post, the rules change, yeah. Post the incident. Is that what we're... The incident? Yeah, what, what, what's the timestamp? No, post post update. <laughs> we're, we're in year one PU. PU! <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> so he's... He's going to use his uh, sand shape to try and make make them something to transport them and their stuff. Okay. Um, roll. I think that's spellcasting, right? Yep. And that'll use one of your DP. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, so you'll roll whatever your spellcasting is, and the difficulty, I'm going to say, is three purples. Here we go, boys. Okay. Okay. Not a successes. So you succeed, but with two advantage- disadvantages. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I would say you can create whatever shape you want for transport. However, it is going to be strenuous for Bartuk. This obviously this is your first time sand shifting into a different shape, and it's something that you're not going to be able to maintain for a long period of time. Um, so you'll be able to do it for maybe a couple hours, and then you have to stop. Um, but you can do this again later throughout your journey. Okay. Um, Bartuk is going to, uh, form, a, like a, like a small Sandrake. Okay. Not a huge one. And the Sandrake is going to have, like, a cart attached to it, like a flatbed, like, oh, trailer yeah. almost, that the horses go on. <laughs> the horses in the caravan? Yeah. 
And it's just gonna all like the the horses in the caravan are just on this like flatbed trailer <laughs> of this little sand. Or it's, it's more just like the sand behind it just will follow along. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I imagine the horses probably aren't thrilled about. No, no. But they're majestic and they're beautiful. Of and, course, and they can take it. Of course. <laughs> yeah. So that happens. Wow. Okay. This is this is in, this is pretty interesting. All right. Um. I I like this. This is good. This will work. All right, let's uh, head back to towards the gate then. I think that should be our first direction. Why? Well, I would have I would have assumed that's where you wanted to go was to go back home. Bartuk's quiet for a couple seconds and he says, "Well, I don't really have a reason to go home yet. Mm. I can't I can't sell. Can't sell anything. Which is my job. My too. So." So you're saying we should probably figure out this, and he like gestures towards the whole sandwich, <laughs> yeah. before we go back home. I would like a body again. Also, am I allowed to go back in the gate? Or will you try to kill me again if I do that? Because <laughs> uh, that was what you said last time. Uh, Bartuk says, I won't. Oh, I, that, yes, but you're saying maybe other familial members. I'm saying, if I don't have a body... <laughs> To prove I'm Bartuk, who is to tell them everything is okay, which still maybe is not. We, we have not really unpacked anything. We, we did a little. We unpacked a little bit of things. I unpacked my soul from my body <laughs> and packed it into sand. <laughs> I don't know how well, to well, get well. a new body. I don't know what to do. Well, let's think about this. Okay, so in order for either of us to return back to the gate and the life that we had formerly been a part of, we need to somehow get you a body back. Get your, get your, get your soul, as we've already established, into something other than sand. Do you know what? Do you have one? I, in your caravan, do you have one? <laughs> Let me roll for that. God. And his Ajax has a move. And it's, uh, called <laughs> Useful Item. That would be useful. Uh, he uses the ability Searching, costs one IP. And the description is, has just the right item for this moment. I will say this will be very difficult. It will also be very dark if he does just have a body, a lifeless, like, vessel in his possession. He's going to roll searching, which he has three dice. One of them is proficient. And I'm going to say this is a difficulty of four. And one of them will be red because this could be a terrible consequence. He's not a grave robber. Yeah, why does he have a body? All right, guys. I hope he fails. Oh, yeah, that's bad. Woo! He rolled an Ono oh and a fuck ton of failures. Okay, so hold on. It was Just two successes um, and three advantage. So okay, so he has three advantages, but he definitely failed, and the Ono oh, and the Ono oh happened. So like the the equivalent of a negative nat twenty. Yeah. So he doesn't have a body, which is good. Which is good. But while he's searching through the caravan to find it, oh, no. um, is so he he gets two two actually three advantages, which are going to be he's going to find something that wasn't what they were looking for, but it is useful. Can I can I propose something? Real yes, quick? yeah, go for it. Um, can one of the advantages be that the big oh no is that the second train in his caravan just bursts into flames. I was thinking something like that, Because yeah. then the advantage is there's less to travel with. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, he's, he's searching through the caravan and one of his two carts, he just, it sets on fire. He knocks over a lantern, The it's, it's inflamed 
and the Husses, in order to save them, they have to disconnect it, so he loses another third of his whole merchandise, which is half of what he had, and he's like, oh no! <laughs> do we have to say that? I think so, I think you do, you have to say, <laughs> oh, oh no! In <laughs> somewhere or another, when you roll the oh no symbol. Um, but the advantages are going to be, one, there's less load, um, but two, he's actually able to find a, a book in his stuff, um, labeled uh, Curses of the Gatan Desert. Oh, would you look at this? Uh, it's not a body for you, but um, this this could be helpful. And he starts flipping through it, and you'll know, tons of curses and all kinds of bad shenanigans that can get down in the desert. Um, but he's able to locate a page that says, hey, wait, 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 right here, right here, right here. It says... <coughs> Bar- Bartuk is like some of the smoke in my throat. <laughs> Bartuk's full. Yeah, it's not. It's not Rona. It's not desert sickness. It's just smoke in No, desert sickness is a very different. Thing. That's a different curse that is written in here. <laughs> Bartuk is like floating, like five feet away, and just he's, like, yeah, because he's not in the sandrake form anymore. I don't have eyes. I can't read. But you can clearly see, though, right? This is very strange. <laughs> so hold on. Let's let's play. You cannot read. But you can still see. Maybe it's like uh, you can like sense the shape of things, but you couldn't like read out the text on, on an object. Sure, that make that makes sense. Sure, if someone were to ask from that was not here when this happened, that is how you would describe it. That's how we would describe it. But listen, folks. Hey, we're doing our best. Here. Who are you talking to? The desert. Anyway, here's what this book <laughs> says. This book says there are many curses associated with the giant scorpions. One of them being, if you are stung by their venom, this can result in uh, you becoming like the Azamites, with uh, inky black skin and bright green eyes. However, if you find yourself with just the end of their tail, and you uh, end up in a situation where it explodes, and a large amount of energy comes flashing out of that, this could inhabit your body, and give you the ability to control the glass around you and make it into black glass. Wow, this sounds exactly like what just happened to you. <laughs> it is so convenient that someone else had the same problem. Hey, you're not the first. You're not the first. In this scenario, uh, you could uh, find yourself uh, controlling the, gla- uh, the glass to create armor. Or, in a very dire situation, uh, turn your whole body into black glass. If this were to happen and the black glass body were to shatter... Uh, you would then no longer have a body, but your spirit, your soul, would still be able to inhabit the sand around you. Uh, symptoms also of this curse is it causes you to get unrationally angry at people that you were once connected to. Wow. Look at that. Wow. But once your body is gone, that anger is gone. Wow. This is great. This is such good news for me. <laughs> I'm so happy. Hold on. I think I can read the title of this book at least. It says Deus Ex... <laughs> Deus Ex Lexicon. <laughs> this is so... What a great... Because yes, it's engraved, so it, it stands out a little of bit. Of course, yes. of course. That's also, not all of the anger was definitely from the sand. <laughs> there was some... There is still some anger <laughs> that is unrelated. Just because of everything that went down. I can understand that. Uh, but here we go, the last page. <laughs> of course, what is the... What is the God... <laughs> the <book>? remedy... <laughs> The remedy for... How useful! Look, I got three advantages. Fuck you. (laughs) It says, to remedy this curse and to return your soul to a body, all you need to do is go to the source of all these curses and find the spirit Abu Alab. Oh! ask nicely. Only that. 
Well, shit. This book was very helpful until that point. To that part. Okay, well, um, so, looks like, um, to solve our problems, all we gotta do is find the Black Scorpion Father, Abu Lab, the Bane of the Gatan Desert. That's fine. That's fine. I don't know where that is. We're looking for you! That's on the next page! <laughs> oh, boy! Uh, there's, a, there's a map. There's a... <laughs> As if you just like... Where just... was this book? Oh, it was in the back shelf. <laughs> well, I was looking for the fire extinguisher and I found it. <laughs> I did find the fire extinguisher, though. <sighs> that was in the cart that was on fire, so... Oh, my God. Wow, this plot's going to be moving real quick now, isn't it? This is great. <laughs> we won't have to spend episodes upon episodes of trying to just, find it. We can just go there. We won't have to spend another half an episode standing in front of this dungeon and just talking. We're just going! Woo! <laughs> <laughs> so, you head off towards where you believe uh, Abu Alab is, is found. Um, it's somewhere in the desert. The map is... It's got a couple locations, you know, where you've... He frequents, you know, his 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 hiding, his hangout spots. You know, he doesn't just have one chill 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 place. So you kind of have to go from place to place. And you go to the first one. He's not there. You know, I'm just gonna say he's not at that first one. Oh, oh beans. But he's not at the last one. So while while they're traveling, uh, and this is gonna be you know multiple days. Is still, uh, you know, Bartuk's form does speed the process up, but he can't be in Sandrake form um, all day. And so it does, they do have to walk, or I guess they could float. ride. They could ride in the caravan. They've got yeah, they can ride in the caravan still, yeah. Um, so what do they, what do, they do um, during their traveling time? Do, they, do they, you think they catch up? Do you think they try to make amends? Do you think they just like stare at each other across the caravan? <laughs> I think there is a bit of that. Yeah? Yeah, just like sitting in silence. Because uh, A, it's a weird situation. And mm-hmm. B, this is the longest time they've spent together. Yeah. That hasn't been violent. Like, yeah, just pure animosity. <laughs> so, like, uh, maybe we'll just have some awkward small talk. So, um, how's your, um, uh, how's, how's your mom? Oh, still, still good. She, uh, she still not say much? Yeah. How about your, um, your brother? Um, still a disgrace. Okay. I mean, has he, has he tried selling stuff? Um, no, mostly he tries, uh, what he calls the, the hotel concierge business. Oh. Um. You seem to, um, be, be, uh, healthy, good? Yeah, yeah, you know, I lost a, lost a little weight here in the desert, you know, (laughs) not much to eat. I was going to say you look, you look thin. Oh. Like a good, like good thin, or like you look emaciated thin. No, not quite. But like I'm get, like I'm getting there though. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, what are we gonna do when we um? What are are these animals called? The ones pulling this? Yes. Oh, they're horses. I can't say that word. No, no, you can. You got it. No, it's um. I mean, I don't know if I hope um. Are you saying because you're sad? No. 
it's just a very we don't have those sounds in our language. Oh, in in Thrivian. Hmm. I could I could give it a try. No, go. For, yeah, you, you know you do it. Oh, says. Ooh, that was a sound. I you rolled your R a lot. <laughs> I can't do that one. I can't. How, how I can't. did I do? Um, a five out of ten. Okay. So, you know, we'll work on it. We'll work on it. And so that's the, <laughs> that's most of the ride. It's just pleasant trees. They talk about the weather. Yeah. They talk about politics. What politics? I don't know. The gate has um, a keeper, right? <laughs> but eventually, you do arrive at a, at a site that gives you uh, hesitancy. As you get closer, the sand... You know, you, you every now every now and then there's a sandstorm, right? There's wind, um, but getting to a, a place where it seems to be a lot more intense uh, as as you are getting there, and it doesn't seem to be like a weather pattern moving through. It seems to be stuck in one location. Uh, it seems to be darker out, like almost like it's cloudy or nighttime. It's just there's less light. You do you just feel it's just you can sense it. Bartuk especially. I don't know if it's because you're just sand, but you sense you know. That uh, a great dark spirit of the desert is within your presence. I think we're here. What gives you that? What gives you that feeling? Um, look around. He <laughs> opens the window. <sighs> yeah, no, uh, that makes sense. Yeah, no, I, I got you. So before we exit the caravan of safety, um, I do have wards and protections. Not against fire, though. Don't know why I didn't do that. Didn't have a fire ward on my caravan. <laughs> but I do have them against the desert and demons. So there's that. So we're safe in here for now. But what are we going to do? What's our plan of attack or strategy or what have you? Well, the, the, the fancy book with all the answers said we just had to ask nicely. That's true. So we just find Abu Alab and ask nicely. It seems pretty straightforward. I, 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 I can't imagine anything else... Getting in the way of this. How could it? This is this is cut and dry, one episode solution. Let's go. <laughs> you ready? Sure. Okay, so you, you exit the caravan. The horses are not thrilled. They're skittish. But they, they're well trained. They'll stay in, stay in their spot. They're professionals. <laughs> they're professionals. They're professionals. Come on. Come on. They waited outside that dungeon. For a long time. For a long time with... <laughs> I don't know what they ate. It's it's a, it's a it's a magic spell. It's a magic spell. Their food their food and their poop just appear and disappear. <laughs> Don't worry, they're very well cared. Don't ask questions about our magic world. The horses that was the first thing his Ajax took care of. Yes, was, <laughs> was an auto feeding, auto solution. feeding grooming. Yes, solution. Yes, yeah. It comes with the horses, of course. Yeah, they're professionals. They're professionals. So as you exit, um, the sand is just whipping in in, in your face. Uh, or in Zajax's face, so he's got his desert garb on. He's like, oh, I fucking hate this desert! Yeah, I feel like maybe Bartuk is having some difficulty traversing the distance between the, the caravan. Yeah, because like, your whole essence is being whipped around. Yeah. And I think that kind of... You know, I think we're going to have to roll for this. I'm going to have you roll um, survival. Okay. Uh, both of us. Both of us are going to have to roll survival. It'll be a difficulty of two, but with a, um, a harm dice. Okay. The harm dice. Um, but I'm going to add, since I'm wearing desert garb, a boost dice as well to mine. 
So. Cancel out. I have three successes. All right, you're good. I you, did it. You you survive without um being whipped away by the sand. Good thing. And let me look at mine. Oh boy. Um, just successes and two disadvantages. So I succeed in, in, in being able to move forward and keep my pace, but a disadvantage is I am going to be, uh, as I've already said, irritated. Like the skin is going to be irritated, so that's going to make him have, uh, on, on the next charisma check, he's going to have a, a harm dice on it because he's not in a good mood. And the other one is going to be his, uh, as Ajax's vision is going to be, it's going to be hard for him to see things um, moving mm. forward because of the sand. So, uh, you guys continue forward. I guess I could just say we. Yeah, we, we continue forward. We continue forward, and uh, I think Bartuk, you can you can add flavor to this too. But I think Bartuk, because of all the wind and because of everything going on, he's got a really good sense of the land compared to Zajax, whose vision is clouded, mm. but you've kind of got like, I'm just going to call it sand sense, where you can like sense where the sand is around you. That's sure. how you're able to see. Yeah, and I, I don't think it would be the sand. I don't think it's just because it's sand. I think it's because of how much magic there is mm. in the Gatan Desert sand, which we've yes. established already. Yep. Um, and so I think Bartu can not only sense the sand that's moving around, but also the things within the sand. Yeah, because they're like blocking the yeah. sand's movement. Yeah. So he senses... Um, a little ways ahead of them, uh, there are a few like ruined, like chest high walls mm. and stone slabs, mm-hmm. um, and some animals moving underneath this, like small like critters moving okay. underneath okay. the sand as well. I will also say you sense a couple of humanoid figures under the sand as well. Oh, oh! I cannot see a damn thing in all this sand. I can. Oh, what? What do you? What do you? What do you see? Hmm, I feel... New friends? I, I don't trust that, for some reason. I always trust new friends. All right, well, At I'll... first. I, <laughs> hey, hey, I'm trying here, all right? This is our, this is our redemptive story. We're going be, to become good friends by the end of this. It's going to happen. We are? That's yes. so good to hear. <laughs> I know, I thought you'd like that. <laughs> That's my plan, at least. That's my oh, quest. Um, as, as you move forward... These two humanoid figures crawl out of the sand, oh, God. and you, Bartuk, are able to note that these are two Azamites. Um, with their, I'll, I'll describe them again, but their skin is just like jet black and is scaly. They have um, short little scorpion tails coming out from from their back, and their fingers and nails are con- formed in ways that they almost look like pincers, and their eyes are a Glowing bright green. So, as uh, Ajax is able to see that, but he's not able to see the rest of the body. Uh, so there's two, two of them. And as far as we know, then they're, they're not good guys. Yeah. Um, Bartu's going to use one of his uh, other moves, which is new friends. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so uh, the, I use I use a friendship point and roll camaraderie. And the description is I get to make a new friend. A stranger that you meet becomes a new friend. Okay, um, so you, you know what your camaraderie stats are. I'm going to say with these fellas, the difficulty, I'm going to have it be... Well, how much do you get to roll? Um, so I have three for charisma and two for right. camaraderie. So two yellows and a green. Okay. And I'm going to say this is going to be more difficulty. 
one success and one disadvantage. Okay. Um, yeah. 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 So you succeed, and and they are going to be new friends. The disadvantage will be um, either I'll let you decide either they're going to be your new friends, but not as Ajax's, or they're going to be your friends, but at a cost. Um, let's go with a cost. Okay. The two um, Azamites. Yeah. Bart Bartuk says hello. Hello, new friends. Hello, hello. I hate that. I hate that a lot. But we're going with it. Hello, hello, new friend. Hello, new friend. Hello, we are trying to find Abu Alab. Ah, we know him. We know Abu Alab. We know Abu Alab. That's the other one because there's yeah. two of them. I thought you might. Something, something told me you might know. We, love, we know Abu Alab. He is a, he is the great scorpion father. The great scorpion father. Da, 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 da. Yes, that is who we are looking for. Mm, but you do not. You do not look like us. You do not look like a scorpion. I used to. I did. I did used to look like you. It's true. He did. But this this is new for me. Actually, I, we, don't, we don't even we don't even see you. We don't even see you. Bartuk is going to do I? Okay, so do I have to roll? Sand shape every time I do something with the sand? I'm or is say, it this one that's for like a utility? I'm going to say for every new purpose. Okay. So like you can just make that sand drake form whenever, but it has the same consequences that we've already established. Um, but if it's a new form, I'm going to have you roll for it. For okay. Um, <laughs> okay. Bartuk is going to make a snowman out of sand. A snowman? <laughs> yeah. Or is it just a snowman or, or just like that's like, specifically what you're going for? Yeah, like three slightly okay. smaller balls okay. with like, little arms. Alright, roll um for sand shape, which is using your spell casting. I'm gonna say since this is a pretty simple geometric form, only two difficulty, but uh, a harm dice because of the sand storm. Alright, here goes dice. Roll them bones. Yeah, you definitely succeed. Two successes, two advantages. Nice. Yeah, you are able to make this this perfect uh Sandman. <laughs> Sandman. Mr. Sandman. And you get two advantages. Uh, so one of them will be that... I guess what was your goal with trying to make the, the snowman? Uh, my goal was to make a friendly um, form form that they mm-hmm. could address. Uh, mm-hmm. And also a form that he could like stay in for just yeah. like the short time that they're talking to Abuela. Yeah. So the one advantage will be that because it's such a friendly form... Um, people are going to not be hostile towards it. Like anyone moving forward is just not going to be hostile towards a, a, a snowman. And the other advantage is this takes no effort. It is easy for you to make this shape and to even like make little little arm movements and yeah. like facial movements with it. So it's it's really natural for you to make. Okay. Um, I am here. Ah, okay, 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 okay. We see, we see. Oh, we see. It's kind of cute, kind of cute. Mm. Oh, that's good. I like I like that. Very round, very plump. This does not substitute a real body. Oh, which m- reminds me, new friends, we need to find Abu Alab. Ah, okay, 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 okay. But we can't just show. We can't just. We can't just show you. That's not how it works. You're going to have to give us something. Give us something. Bartu, <laughs> uh, uh, like the, the snowman, like shifts over <laughs> towards his Ajax. I have nothing. That's true. That is that is my wheelhouse. <clears throat> well, hello, 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 fellow travelers. Have I got the item for you? And let's have him roll 
useful item. I need to make sure I keep track of our actual stuff that I've used. Um, I've used useful item twice. Difficulty two, but because he was irritated from earlier, that's going to add that harm die. One disadvantage. Oh boy. And no successes, which makes it a, a fail. So he can't find the item. So he, st- he starts doing his his shtick. He's like, have I got the item for you? And he ruffles around in his bag. I've got it. Uh, it's right. It's gonna be... <laughs> oh, what does an Azamite like? I've got this book all about the curses of the desert. And so the how I'm gonna resolve this is the disadvantage is he's just insulted them. He's just called their way of life a curse. And so they're not gonna be... Uh, inclined to want this item or any items that uh, this rude man has. Okay, I got one. I'm gonna I'm gonna try and uh, uh, Bartuk is just gonna say, "Let us do the sales thing backwards." What do you want? What do we want? Do we want? What do we want? Hmm. We want blood. <laughs> the snowman shifts back over to his Ajax. I don't have. <laughs> I don't have that. <sighs> How much, how much blood, how much blood? More is better. More is better. (laughs) It's better. Oh, I only have so much. Um, I think, I think maybe the snowman, like, 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 like shifts over to like sit right next to him and goes, do you have blood in your cart? Let's pull up one more time. Let's do this. (laughs) Oh, please. Please, I've got to have some blood in here. Oh, my God. Ajax is about to be real anemic. I'm about... This is going to be bad. Okay. That's going to be a failure, but with an advantage. Oh, God. So, he doesn't have any blood in his cart, but he does have something he could pretend is blood. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Time out. Mayhaps... Mayhaps the advantage isn't that isn't for this, maybe it's that he can't find any blood and he gets an advantage towards the sales pitch. Okay, okay, yes. Okay, what I've got, I don't have any blood for you, but I've got the next best thing. The newest development in... Oh, nope, I'm not going to go that direction. Oxygen I was gonna say, transmission fluid. I was going to say bodily liquids, but I don't want to deal with that. Um, actually, fuck it. Yes, the newest addition in bodily liquids, urine. Oh, blood is, blood is so outdated. That's what all the old sacrifices were about. Everyone was blood this, blood that. But let me tell you, urine is the next direction in human or living sacrifices. Explain. Well, it's simple. You see, blood, everyone's only got so much of that. And it's, it's sticky. It's, it's no good. But urine, why, you could get endless amounts of urine. And it's the same color as gold. Come on. You like gold, don't you? Ah, you do. I know you do. I know you like gold. I know you do. So, what I have is I could get you some of my urine, and you can use that to substitute. Nay, it's not even a substitute. It is an improvement from whatever you were going to do with blood. And we're going <laughs> to roll sales pitch on that one. He is going to have to use some PP to sell this P. And it's going to be a three difficulty because fuck that. Folks. Oh, but he does get the advantage right. on it. Yeah. Okay. 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 I get two advantages, but still a failure. They don't want the pee. We don't want pee. 
but maybe they have thought of something else. But you know what? We've thought of something else. <laughs> We're never going to find out. We'll, uh, this is going to be the whole episode. It's just us making this up. You know what? Well, this is, that's the advantage. We don't want any of your body fluids. In. But we will. We'll let Abu Alam decide. Yes, we'll let him decide what your price shall be. Yes, he's much better at this. Mm. Okay. So come on, let's go show you. Come on, this way, this way, this way. Okay. Uh, well, I'm so glad we got this moving along. This is great. Bartik's a little bit slower now because he's like just kind of shuffling like forward as the snowman yeah. or the sandman. Sandman. Um, so the Azamites uh, lead us um, through some of these ruins. Some of them are sticking out a little bit more. It's difficult to make out what they originally were as they've definitely been weathered by the constant sand wind and a lot of it has been buried. But you see walls and a couple spires sticking out and some slabs. So this was definitely the location of something at one point, um, but is now obviously the base for Abu Alab at this very moment. As you continue to move through, you see more and more Azamites. Um, some of them just kind of like poking out of the sand. Some of them like crawling al- around these walls as if they were you know, scorpions. And a lot of them just kind of giving you these beady green eyes as, as they stare at you. But since you're being escorted by the two original Azamites that you, that you met, um, they do not attack and they do not act aggressive towards you. Uh, and as, as they move you towards um, the center of this base, there is the ruin of what was maybe a, a temple or a palace. But you see uh, up ahead of you is a crumbled dome. A large dome is sticking mm. out. But maybe about half or a third of it is has been crumbled away. And that is the half that you are entering through. Um, it's through this crumbled section. So it's kind of just like two-thirds of a dome uh, behind you. And in the center of this hollowed ground are plenty of Azamites just scurrying and scampering around. And they're all, they're also a couple giant scorpions as well. Oh. Um, the first ones we've seen. First casual. ones that you've actually seen. If these are real ones and not just ghosts. Um, so there are a good number of them in this area. And they are large. Uh, I think we established, what, like 30 feet across is what we said one time? Yeah. Yeah, so they're big. They're like car-sized. Yeah, they're like car-sized scorpions. Yeah, um, like if you were to like if you were to imagine a Volkswagen bus as a scorpion. Yes, yeah. I was gonna say a Volkswagen bug. I'm like, no, no, no. They're bigger than they. No, no. Like the bus. Yes, um, they're like that. But these giant scorpions pale in comparison to the larger than life scorpion that is in the center of this whole space. It is maybe two, three stories tall. Is big. Is very big. And it's not just like, oh, big giant scorpion, but it seems it has four pincers oh. instead of two. Its tail seems to like coil as it's extra long. It seems to glisten almost, but not in like a shiny way, but in just like it's very iridescent, um, mm. is the word I'm looking for. Also, all over its back are these. Um, they are small in comparison to the giant scorpion, um, but they are large in the sense that they are still huge. Mm-hmm. But they look almost like um, like baby giant scorpions. Oh, um, and they're shit. pure white and glowing. Yeah, because that's how baby scorpions work. Yeah, so this is where all giant scorpions come from, are from, because that's their name. It's the great yeah. black scorpion father. Um, so that's where the baby scorpions come from. They're all on his back. His, he's got many, many eyes, as a scorpion does, but its face is uncanny valley humanoid. 
of a face. You don't like that. Yeah. Are we dealing with a uh, are we dealing with a scorpion king situation here? A little bit. Little <laughs> little bit. Little bit. It is definitely not a human's face, but it is got like a mouth and a nose and but there's lots of eyes. It's I it's, hate that. Yeah, it's a very disturbing face. And as you enter into the presence, you can you can sense the darkness even more so the evil radiating from the dark scorpion, the black scorpion father, Abu Alab. And from its tail, it just seems to be dripping the venom, too. Oh, I want to say God. that. Um, not as much as, you know, Shadow Daddy, but there's like <laughs> a little drip here, a little drip there that has caused the sand to become black mm-hmm. um, with, with the black and green with the venom. And so the, the scorpions say, This is. The, scor- Our, the scorpions saying that? Sorry, the um, the Azumites say, This is the great black scorpion, the father, Abu Alab. And when they say that, all the Azumites can like do like two little bows towards Abu Alab. <laughs> I'm only picturing Bartuk as Olaf from Frozen. Huh? <laughs> um, but he like waves one of his little arms and goes, Hello, new friend. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Zajax also does two quick little bow things because he's not quite sure what the proper form is. And he's like, <clears throat> oh, great Abu Alab, we are here. Yes, we're here. And the scorpion just kind of like <laughs> leans above and he says, I can see that you are here. What brings you to my presence? This one's all you. <laughs> <laughs> Was it that Bartuk got advantages on stuff while he's a snowman, or he—he's no one's gonna be hostile to him. Okay, so <clears throat> I was gonna do something, but that—that that makes more sense to stay as a Sandman. Uh, I think Bartuk says, "I used to have your blessing when I was alive. I feel alive, but I am not alive. Also, it is very complicated. For a long time." I had the mark of a scorpion on my chest, and I was able to take your likeness in battle. Um, but then I died, and now I have no body. And so I tried to find a body again. Okay, <clears throat> we're going to do a roll for this, for sure. For sure. Are you trying to befriend this spirit? I feel like that would be useful. <clears throat> but or are you trying to persuade I, f- I feel like the heart of it is he's trying to persuade Abulab to give him a body. Okay, so roll persuasion, which we have two two uh, yep. proficiencies in. And I'm going to make the difficulty two purples and a red. Okay. Oh, whoa, whoa, no. whoa, whoa. Okay, um, we just rolled an oh no and a triumph. So those do cancel out. So, yikers. That could have been... Really good and really bad. That could have been insane. Um, so, we can we can have that story out. I think we can have that be part of the story where like you do something really epic to combat something really bad that could have happened. Okay, so we'll have, but, to, we'll have to figure out what that means in a second. Yeah, but, but overall... One success and two advantages. Okay, so this is great. So um, I think maybe we'll start with Abu Alab at first. Is he's, he's, he's not having this, right? And so he's leaning in a pincer just kind of swipe away at you. But then one of the Azamites that was with you, they're like kind of standing side by side, and they're like, Sir, we sense the truth in this one. And so right before he's about to swipe at you, he kind of stops and, and retracts, and he, and he says, You say I have given you my blessing. 
I do not recall this. I do not recall giving my blessing, but I do sense this truth within you. There is something within you that resonates with my venom. So I will let you stay. What is it you seek, once child of mine? Um, I need, I need a body. I am, I am lost, wandering soul, I think. Yes? And he, like, looks over towards us, Ajax. And he's, like, just like, oh, yes, he is, he is, uh, was a great warrior for your cause. I exploded. He, someone exploded him in his body. I exploded twice. He exploded once was because of the, your blessing from the venom of, of one of your children. And he gestures to one of the giant scorpions. Which, which granted him the ability to become a great fighter for your, for your, for your, for your family. And now he does, he can't do that. He can't do that without his body. So he needs a body. I see. Well, there are a few options we have here. It's like kind of catalog. Like we have the, we have the deluxe model. (laughs) Option one. Option one is I could give you a... One of these. And he gestures to one of the children on his back, one of the baby scorpions. You could inhabit the body of one of my beautiful babies. Um. Or I could give you one of these. And he like smacks one of the Azamites. <laughs> and you could have one of my other children's forms. You could become an Azamite, one of the descendants of Azam. Or you could do something else. <laughs> Hmm. I like something else personally. <laughs> <laughs> I think Bartuk maybe. Do we have any moves? Any special moves? No, I, I gave each really. of us a TP to start with, just so we have something. Yeah, I don't know how that helps. That doesn't help me super yeah. right now. Um, I think. Like while we're thinking, um, uh, you, you keep you keep thinking. Uh, as Ajax asks, so um, Abu Lab, <laughs> I, I will admit I am not as versed. In your domain, as as I would like to be, please, would you bless me in in in, in shedding the information on what it is you are a uh, spirit of? Well, isn't it obvious? Over these scorpions, and over all those who take on my venom. Now, I would like to claim that I am the spirit over. The entire Gatan Desert, but there is debate over that. There is uh, a squabble. The Princess Wada claims she is one of the spirits over this region. And she even tried to come and unite all of us together. And then I killed her, which made her a spirit. So there's that. I, I claim that. That's me. I did that dibs. Then there's just those who say it is just... The magic that is the spirit over the desert, but that's dumb. I think I am the spirit over the Gatan Desert, so there's that. So spirit over scorpions in the desert, which obviously you are. You are spirit of the desert, no doubt. Thank you, suck up, for accepting this. (laughs) Now, what kind of body do you want? You could have a scorpion. You could have an Azamite, or we could get fancy. I, I know what I want to do, but I'm trying to figure out a way to word it that would help that to take place. 
Oh, also, uh, I've just been informed we still have a payment that needs to happen. Oh, right. <laughs> the Ace like whispered over to him, like, okay, got it. Um, so uh, I'll figure, I'll think about that <laughs> while you think about what it is you are asking for. You caught me on a good day. <laughs> good thing. We just killed like a whole group of people. So I'm really feeling it. Actually, we're feasting on a Sandrick right now. Oh no. Is it, is it Jake the Sandrick? I'm gonna roll for that. What do you think? I don't know. Well, are we heading in the direction of the gate? It is not Jake the Sandrick. Uh, Bartuk is going to say, We do not live in the desert. We live at the edges of the desert. So, giant scorpion? Asamite? Not good for that? Why? Why are they not good? So, <laughs> I am war- I'm a warrior, yes, but also... I am a, I'm a merchant. I sell things. I, I make business. I make friends. And Friends never seem to get me anywhere. If someone gets in my way, I get them out of the way. <laughs> and he clamps off four of his pincers. <laughs> like I did Princess Water! <laughs> this is so hard to negotiate with this person. There is no negative effect to being in a scorpion's body. Unless... And he leans in real close. You're saying you're from some scum of the earth like the gate where I was kept from and it was taken from me? Unless, wait a minute. No, I got this. No, I got this. I got to spin on this one. That's what we're trying to fix. We're trying to return the gate to you. Uh, And if we are in the form of uh, one of your children, everyone will will see right through that. But if we somehow get the body of like a normal looking, uh, less, less worthy... But a normal-looking person, well, then we could sneak right into the gate and continue to be your warrior, and boom-bam, thank you, ma'am, it's your city again. I, th- <laughs> I think Martuk, like, shuffles back over to his Ajax and goes, Is that what we're doing? Is that what we're... Is that, this is what we're saying? It's what we're doing! It's what we're doing! That is what we're doing! Then that is the price we're paying! Is giving... <laughs> is giving you the city of the gate! He like starts crying. He's like, oh, yep, that's it. So you want just a normal looking body? Preferably. Well, we've got a couple of those. And he like digs around in the sand and just like scoops out some just like dead corpses and they like flop to the ground. Uh, we were going to eat these later, but uh, I mean, I guess if you want one... You can pick one. We've got this guy here. He looks pretty strong. He like, like, put, like, scoots the, like, limp corpse towards you. Um, I guess we've got another. We didn't start eating this sandrake if you want to be a sandrake. I mean, that sounds not helpful. Um, I think. I we've think, got this guy. We've got this girl. I think Bartuk says. So you are, you are all powerful, god of the desert, yes? Oh, very powerful! And the. Best you can do is a dead body. The the best you can do as all powerful desert god is reuse, recycle. We'll be able to waste around here. Well, I don't want to waste your meal. Oh. Mm-hmm. Persuasion time. 
this is a persuading move. You want him to get you a fresh body. Or, yeah, I mean, he's a fucking god. Two purples and a red again. Because oh he's really, you know, you're, anytime you're going to try to mess with this boy. So, four advantage. But a failure. But a failure. Okay. Okay. Um, we'll do this. I'm not going to get you a fresh body. Because the only way I'd be able to give it to you is if it was dead already. So that's not, not an option. But I like you now. And I like what you're going with here. So what I can do is uh, I can uh, cobble together all the best parts of these bodies. I pincer snip snip and uh, make you the perfect body of your choice. Oh, no. So he's going to Frankenstein you an ideal body. This is terrifying. <laughs> well, I, I guess we probably should have expected something like this. So tell me, what do you want to be strong? You want to be lean? You want to be pretty? You want to be man? You want to be man and woman? We can do that. Uh, you want the long hair? You want the short hair? You want the... the I only have brown eyes. Um, <laughs> God. I mean, I could make them green. That's our thing. Uh, okay. Uh, OOC, because I don't know how to communicate this in character. Bartuk is going to go with male. He's going to go with long hair. He's going to go with strong. He's going to have like a mashup of skin tones, which is going to be a thing. We can make them closer. How? We'll, we can, we'll pick the ones that are closest. Okay, sure. We, we, we have a lot of dead bodies. Again, terrifying. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, he, he, he's basically trying to, like, pick and choose the closest to what his original okay. like, body was. Okay. So, you're able to get a body that looks very, it's very, it's the same build, so you'll be able to wear your clothes again, you know, same clothes. He's got a better butt now. Yeah, better, ooh. Zajax likes that. Um, <laughs> that's one of the four advantages. You got a better butt yeah. for the deal. Um, you're actually even stronger. You're a, little, you're a little stronger than you were originally. Okay. Um, good hair. But obviously, it can't be the same face, right? We can't, yeah. can't duplicate that. But overall, it's, it's not going to be like, oh, your arms are clearly different colors. It's one of those things where maybe, like, still going to be some scars around, like, the shoulder joints. You know, a couple, couple other points. Otherwise, it's not going to be completely off color and I think I think this will be the final advantage point too so as you can see this is a, a body that you can inhabit you can control it it is yours for all purposes but you can still leave it if you would like oh. and inhabit the sand again oh interesting and even inhabit other dead bodies <laughs> oh my god so, uh, if you, however, stay in this body and do not move from it for an entire year, then you will stay there and be locked within it. Oh. But as long as you leave this body at least once a year, you can continue to be free from it. This is a gift from me, your father, Abu Alab. Uh... Well, a lot of daddy imagery in this desert. <laughs> God. Um, I think Bartuk is staring at this hodgepodge corpse in the middle of the room and is just like, what do I, do I just, here we go. And he like cloudifies. Mm-hmm. Oh, here's, here's what I think happens. It's okay. So in, in game wise, you just, you just control the body. But 
visually, story-wise, what happens is you as the sand, like, move through the body. Like, you go in through the nostrils and in through the mouth. And your the sand particles get throughout the blood and the tendons of this body. So you are just... Moving the sand, but it controls the body. A bit of a, a bit of a Gundam situation. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> so awful. at first, you may not have like total control over like the eye movements or like over a couple things, but as time goes on, it will become like Abu Lab said, more natural, and to a point where after maybe a couple of weeks, it, it would be indistinguishable from just a normal person. Yeah. Okay. So uh, Frankenstein Bartuk is sorry. Frankenstein's monster Bartuk is thank, now. Thank you. Abu Alab's monster Bartuk yes, is now standing there, uh, just kind of like articulating like fingers and, mm-hmm. and moving and mm-hmm. just kind of like like stretching and like, like checking stuff out. And uh, I think he turns to Abu Alab and says, Thank you. That feels much better. Ooh. <laughs> That's in character. Ooh, okay. All right. Uh, okay. Okay. This is not what I expected. You lost your accent, I see. I, it appears I have. Well, um, th- thank you. This is this has been really, you know, this has gone really well. Now remember, though, your payment to me is the entire city of the gate to have it fall from the control the Empress. They will no longer be considered a part of the Empire of Tereev, but to once again fall to the Scorpion Sands. So, I don't care how you do it. I don't even care if part of the city gets destroyed, because guess what? I'm the reason there's a fallen district. <laughs> I made it fall. I did that. <laughs> so I don't care if another one falls. I just want that oh, city. Oh, that's why there's just a scorpion statue in the fallen district. Yes, it is me. <laughs> and uh, if you happen to visit some of my other worshippers, the blades, uh, let them know I still miss them dearly. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I will be keeping watch. I'll be sending communications. And if you do not make attempts on taking over the city within... Mm, what's reasonable? Let's give you uh, six months. Uh, if you don't make an attempt, uh, then I will have to make an attempt on taking back my gift to you. So uh, as long as you're trying, that's all that matters. What? <laughs> <laughs> Do your best. Do your best and you can keep the gift. Um, but if you betray me, I will kill you and your family. <laughs> well, this has all gone great, but I I can't think of anything else to do or say. Um, so I think we'll get we'll get to we'll it. We'll get to it. We'll we'll get right on that. We'll uh, head on over to the gate, which so, we'll give to you. Thanks, and um, bye. This is really good. You know, I've been hearing through the grapevine that other spirits were getting their own minions and servants, and I kind of wanted one. So now I get one, so <laughs> take that sim, take that ninder ninder, and uh, take that uh, murgic. <laughs> now I've got a minion too. This is great. I love it. I... I love how much 
uh, Boalab's demeanor has changed over the course of this conversation. <laughs> All right, let's get back to eating the dead bodies. Yeah, we're gonna go. Yeah, the Azamites. Bye, bye, new, bye new friends. Bye. <laughs> no. It sounds so wrong. Oh, no. It sounds so wrong. Bye, new friends. Bye, new friends. Bye, new friends. Bye. And the two Azamites you did become friends with, they're like, Lord, bye. Names? We lose names once we become Azamites. Okay. Well, uh, Bartuk, as Ajax. Yep. Bye. You keep it honest. I am creeped out. All right, bye. <laughs> And you, uh, you leave the presence of Abu Alab as they continue to munch down on all these corpses in their scorpion feast. A very dark episode. Yeah. And you, uh, you leave the sandstorm as you, I'm assuming, now head towards the gate. Yeah. Um, yeah, we'll get back in the one car. Yeah, the one, one cart. The horse-drawn cart. Yeah, which, uh, do you continue to sandify and, and do that sandrake movement, or are you just... Just normal. Uh, you know what? I mean, it was pro- it's probably quicker that way. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, probably he like Bartuk like lays down in the back of the cart and just mm-hmm. like <laughs> sand. Yeah, the sand just like <laughs> uh, and then he sandifies back into their transport and goes. I am going to have to get used to that. <laughs> We're gonna have two different voices too. That is a very uncomfortable sensation both ways. <laughs> Zajax is just like rocking back and forth. He's like, "There's a lot." You know, I thought I was done after I left that dungeon, but I guess there's. There's just a lot. There's a lot going on in this stupid fucking desert. <laughs> and I guess we are minions of Abu Alab now. Um, we sold our soul to a devil. I think uh, just like as they're as they're leaving, um, Bartuk says, "You know, it is nice to be doing business with you again." Hey, yeah. You know what we did? We just made a, a, a deal together, like a joint trade, and. uh... I think it went well. I uh, I mean I have I have a body and I'm not dead. <laughs> win 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 all around. And I don't want to kill you. I'm working on that. <laughs> oh, I wanted a nicer ending to this episode, but I guess <laughs> I, I guess mean, they literally haven't resolved anything. So what you're saying is our our story isn't done yet. I we're going to the gate, yes? Yes, yes, so I guess there's that. We got new, neither new, of us is dead? Neither of us is dead? So, yes. All right, hey. I can, uh... I can work with this. Uh, and we did say it's cool for me to enter the gate, though. Like, you're not going to try to kill me for just, like, walking in the perimeter of the gate. I'm not. Right. Yep. Okay. All right, so next time we'll deal with that, with your family. <laughs> um, wow. Guess we can look forward to that. Yep. <laughs> and uh, the two of you, I want to say the three of you because of the limp body. The body. The, yeah. So the two and a half of you <laughs> uh, riding away ha- sometimes in sand, sand drake form and sometimes just using the horses. Uh, you continue off towards the gate with still many more adventures to come, many more obstacles to, to hurdle. Many relationships to mend. But in slightly better standing than but, when they started. But slightly better standings, uh, physically and, and emotionally. As Ajax is optimistic, um, as he's now realizing how much he really did miss his old friend. And he smiles as they ride off into Schmest. I hate you. <laughs>
Hey Questies, it's me Nathan here. Thank you so much for listening to that special bonus episode that Jake and I made. We had a lot of fun recording it. <laughs> I hope you guys enjoyed it as well. And hopefully we'll be able to continue the story of Bartuk and his Ajax in Season 3. And more bonus episodes. Not sure specifically, but this story is not yet finished. Uh, the next bonus episode will be coming out in two weeks. This one is going to be a conversation that Jamie and I had about the music from season one. And so we're going to be going through some of our favorite songs, some of the intention put behind those songs. I think it's a really cool conversation. And if you enjoyed the music or if you just want to hear two bros having a nice conversation about music theory, um, you can look forward to that. And the reason we're going to be releasing that one next is because hopefully by the time in two weeks when it comes out, we will also have the fifth album released as well and this album will include the remaining songs from season one so we've got some great classics oh great city uh we got the double fool a whole bunch of other songs it's gonna be great it's gonna be a really good album um obviously it's not out right now the second that this episode is released but keep your eyes peeled follow us on instagram uh, nights.quest or facebook nights.quest.podcast and as soon as it is released we will announce it there or, of course, if you're following us on Bandcamp, then you'll get a notification for that, too. So, just a heads up. That album's coming out. Next bonus episode's coming out. Season 3 is still doing. We're still working on it. Give us, please, time, please. Please, give us more time. Um, but I'll let you know when that's on the radar. Otherwise, that's all I got to say. Thank you so much for listening. You guys are the best. Keep making those memes. We love them. Um, if you like the show, tell your friends. Buy the merch on our website. You know the drill. Uh, and may your place in his story be long. Um. <laughs> oh yeah, no, it's picking that up. That's it's picking that up. Yeah, it's very loud. And I know it picks up because I would have people on my gaming mic that would hear it mm. while I was. Oh yeah. That's one dumpster down. <laughs> <laughs> Nathan, keep this in. <laughs> you can, you don't have that kind of power. <laughs> oh, he's only doing the one dumpster. All right, that's fine. That's fine with us. We go for it, man. I always wondered with those. Does it say natural gas on the outside? Does that mean they run on natural gas, or does it, that it mean turn it into natural gas? The garbage, right? Everyone knows this. I didn't. <laughs> Do the trucks run on natural natural gas? No, oh, they run on national gas. Oh boy. Where are you going? I'm just grabbing my... Oh, you drank? My sip. Gotta have a bev. Ooh, that popped so loud on the audio. Jesus. <laughs> it's that little spike right there. Oh, wow. <laughs> All right. We're back. We're back. So, uh... Um, I asked you to... I thought you would have wanted to, to go back home. <laughs>